I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Avito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John Cobell podcast on the iHeartRadio app. We're on from one till four. After four o'clock, John Cobell show on demand, the podcast version. Uh, also on the iHeart app, uh, Alex Villanueva, the uh, former LA County uh, sheriff, is going to be on with us next hour because he's running uh, to, uh, he's running against Janice Hahn to be an LA County supervisor. Also next hour, boys are going to be fun. We have two rounds of the Moist line. And we have Hack in a Dumpster, Satan's Lake of Fire edition. And this is a Lifetime Achievement Award. And we're going to throw uh, this miscreant into Satan's Lake of Fire and listen to him burn and sizzle. <laughs> Only happens very few times a year. Haven't done it since November, so this is the first one of the year. Wow, first one of 2024. First one of the John Cobalt show, really. That's right. That's right. This is this will be the debut. Uh, so and that's coming up uh, in the three o'clock hour. Now, last hour we had Anna as a, as a guest, Tatiana Chahoyan, uh, LA County DA, Deputy DA, and uh, she earlier this week had gone on Fox Eleven and said uh, George Gascon 
doesn't uh, is encouraging us not to charge street racers and street takeover artists, reckless drivers. Just send them to a class, but there's going to be no charges, certainly no jail time. Well, she blew the whistle on that. Gascon got so mad, he sent a letter to her uh, with two DA police officers to her house, which she said were mafia tactics, and they are. It's to silence and intimidate her. Keep that in mind as they tell you this next story. Uh, the, the theft of Chevy Camaros in the city of Los Angeles has shot up by more than 1,000% this year. 90 Chevy Camaros have been stolen. Uh, and many of these vehicles are used in street takeovers. Hmm. So Gascon doesn't want to prosecute street takeover artists. And uh, racers, they like to use Chevy Camaros. And since it's not a crime anymore to have a street takeover or a street race, they're stealing the Chevy Camaros like crazy. In fact, one 16-year-old kid, police say, created a device to create a copy of your key fob. It's a special device to clone your ignition key to steal a Chevy Camaro. Now, Camaros costs tens of thousands of dollars. But this guy was stealing the Camaros, taking it to street takeovers, and then selling them for two to $3,000 on social media. 16 years old. But George Gascon doesn't want to prosecute this, this kid or someone like this kid. And he knows this. And so he kept stealing and stealing and stealing Camaros and making more and more and more money selling them online. This is what happens when you have a policy of no prosecutions, no jail time, not even juvenile detention, nothing. So he created a business out of this. He took this opportunity where street takeovers are basically legalized in the county of Los Angeles by George Gascon and Hey, business opportunity. He's and, and this device is a handheld computer. And you can create a replacement for the Camaro's smart key. You make a new key fob, essentially. It unlocks the Camaro and other vehicles, too. It bypasses the Camaro's existing security system. And then once this kid punched in the make, model, and year of the Camaro into the computer, it can reprogram the Camaro's ignition system and generate a new key, a universal car key. The technology to clone key fobs is commercially available. And even a high school kid can become a skilled thief, according to the El Segundo Times. They can, these Kids can generate new keys in less than three minutes. In less than three minutes, this kid had a new key to steal a Chevy Camaro. He can go racing in it, and then he can sell it online. And George Gascon does not want to prosecute. No charges at all. That makes for a better Los Angeles, doesn't it?
Yeah, I don't hear. Do you hear Karen Bass criticizing this? No, I I, I don't hear her either. Um, so they use these in street racing and burnouts. Definition of burnout. That's uh, keeping a car stationary while the wheels are spinning, causing the tires to smoke. And that really wears out the tires. So um, the street racers rather would rather use stolen vehicles. They don't want to screw up their own car. They'd rather steal your car. And this is why Steve, the thieves go after these muscle cars, the Chevy Camaros. Now, they don't know how many times this particular 16-year-old has stolen a Camaro. But he was turned over to his parents. His parents? Really? He has a, he has a father and a mother? And I want to see that. Uh, and detectives, oh, here's the classic line. Brace yourself. Detectives will refer the case to the district attorney's office, which will decide whether to pursue charges. <laughs> well, the district attorney just sent uh, some goons over to one of the deputy DA's house uh, to tell her to stop talking about this new suggestion from Gascon not to charge street racers and street takeover artists. So I wonder what happens when the police, when LAPD sends this case to Gascon, this 16-year-old who's got a, a, a theft business going. What's Gascon going to do? Um, then the El Segundo Times offers these suggestions on the best way to stop thieves. Things you have to do. Not that the police are going to do, or the district attorney, Gascon, or the mayor, Karen Bass. No, they're not going to do anything. It's your fault if your car is being stolen. It's your fault if your key fob is getting copied. It's your fault. Nothing's going to happen to the kid or the parents. You've got to adapt in Karen Bass's Los Angeles. And the best way to stop thieves is to employ extra security measures, such as fuel cutoffs. What is that? Some kind of switch? You have to get installed? Cut the gas? Steering wheel locks, you have to pay for that. And keep the vehicle in a more secure place. What are you doing parking the car in your driveway? Are you, wait, you're parking the car on your property or in front of your house? No, 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 no. You're going to have to rent garage space somewhere. And you're going to have to walk to the garage to retrieve the car. Because <laughs> it's your fault your car gets stolen. Never keep your key fob inside a vehicle. And there are special security cases that you have to pay for. Gascon won't pay for it. Karen Bass won't pay for it. You have to pay for it. And it uh, it blocks key fob signals from being transmitted. Mm, okay? So you got that security case. You can also wrap fobs in aluminum foil or put them in tin cans. That blocks the signal. Because I guess he's got this device, and he's, what I've heard is they scan your, your house, pick up your key fob, 
And that's where they get a signal. They bounce a signal and and get the uh, specifics, and then use the program. Use the uh, they use the computer to reprogram their key and copy it with your information. So you have to keep all this secure because George Gascon is not prosecuting. Well, not prosecuting car thieves, not per prosecuting street takeover participants, not prosecuting the reckless drivers, not prosecuting uh, anybody. Nobody gets prosecuted. But you have to go and make your car secure. Not going to prosecute the street racers either. This is, this is what we're living with here. Go to our voter guide. I'm going to keep reminding you. Go to the voter guide. It's got a list of things you got to do. We gave you two recommendations. John, another link to the voter guide? Yes. Yeah, yeah. we're going to keep doing that. It gets pushed down. John Tommy, John McKinney, you pick one of those two, and let's get rid of gas going because this is what's happening, right? When you don't prosecute the street takeovers, then you have guys copying key fobs, stealing Camaros, selling the Camaros, making more money, stealing more Camaros, selling them, and uh, this kid's not going to get prosecuted for anything. More coming up. You're listening to John Kobelt on demand from KFI AM 640. Can you send somebody to close the door? You left the door open again, Eric. Oh, my bad. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, all right. We're live uh, on KFI AM 640 and also on the iHeartRadio app. And coming up after 3 o'clock, Alex Villanueva, who is uh, running as uh, for L.A. County Supervisor against uh, Janice Hahn. Now, um, we have the voter guide up, and every hour we're going to go through the voter guide, again, very quickly. Uh, we've got six items where we're uh, making a recommendation, uh, a few candidates, and some votes on propositions. Uh, we just reposted it on Instagram and Twitter, so you should be able to uh, find it quickly. It gets pushed down as the day wears on. Also, uh, it's on uh, KFIAM640.com, the John Cobalt Show page. So you go to that page, and it's displayed prominently. And um, we will talk about that in the next segment, all right, the voter guide. Um, now, uh, you know about uh, Trump's civil case. You may have heard that a, uh, a judge uh, found uh, Trump liable for $454 million in damages in a civil fraud case. It was brought by the New York Attorney General, Letitia James. And just to briefly go over that, because uh, it's, it's, it's not the part I really want to talk about, but uh, Trump was accused by Letitia James of committing fraud because he inflated the value of his real estate properties in order to get uh, more favorable financial deals from banks and insurance companies. And she used uh, an obscure law that uh, for the first time it was used in a situation like this, because there are no victims. The banks uh, got paid back. Uh, the insurance companies and the banks uh, never accused uh, Trump of fraud. Uh, everything squared away. All borrowed money was, was returned with interest. Uh, so it was a non-victim crime. And the judge in the case uh, still hit Trump with $450 million anyway. 
in, in civil payments that he has to make, and he has to make it soon. And now she's uh, trolling him every day with, with tweets, adding up uh, the interest that's accruing. Because you have to pay interest even while you're filing for an appeal. So she um, she's unhinged, clearly. Uh, because the insurance company and the real estate, uh, well, the, the mortgage companies, the banks, nobody, nobody filed a claim. Nobody said Trump screwed us. Nobody ever said that. Nobody ever, ever thought of it. She decided he did. <laughs> because nobody lost money. He's got to pay the state $450 million. Now she's going after the world's largest beef producer, JBS Foods, claiming false advertising. That, that JBS Foods claimed it's going to achieve net zero greenhouse gas emissions by the year 2040. She says they don't have a plan to actually do that. The lawsuit cites a full-page ad that JBS put in the New York Times that includes the line, agriculture can be part of the climate solution. Bacon, chicken wings, and steak with net zero emissions. It's possible. Now, when you say something can be part of the climate solution, you're not saying it is the solution or that we're going to make it the solution. You just say it can be part of the solution. Of course it can. Bacon, chicken wings, and steak with net zero emissions, it's possible. Maybe it is possible. I don't know. They think it's possible. I don't, I don't see what the fraud is here. And she's trying to get them to pay civil penalties in the lawsuit, claiming that JBS is exploiting the pocketbooks of everyday Americans with the promise of a healthy planet for future generations. And, she, and they have to return profits traceable to its fraudulent, deceptive, or illegal acts. In other words, profits because people bought hamburgers and steak or chicken thinking that JBS is going to cure all the climate problems and that purchasing the steak and chicken is going to help JBS fight climate change. Uh they, uh, Letitia James says JBS claimed it will achieve net zero greenhouse gas emissions by 2040. Well, it's only 2024. I, this is this is an insane lawsuit. How can how can all this stuff be happening? This is really like a, it's almost like we 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 fell into the Soviet Union or Bulgaria or something, some communist country, Cuba. How can Trump and now this company be be charged civilly? For these vague crimes and be ordered to pay huge amounts of money. There's no one on the planet claiming they were defrauded by JBS Foods. Who reads beef ads in the New York Times and then went out and bought a steak because JBS said someday we might be able to fight climate change? What's the who's the victim? Who's the person who cares? Wow, this is crazy land. This is, this is, these are progressives. They're religious zealots. Now, this, this is all going to peak soon. 
I think we're in the final stages of the insanity. But, and it starts by removing these people from office. I cannot believe the insane people who has ended up in office in powerful positions like district attorney or attorney general. And all at the same time, too. And, and nobody noticed what was coming. Because you're staring at your screens, that's why. We come back, I'll tell you who to vote for. It. This is the only way out, the only peaceful way out, is to change your voting patterns drastically. Talk specifics coming up. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. We're on from one until four after four o'clock. John Cobalt show on demand. You could hear uh, the podcast version uh, and uh, one uh, one interview of note that we've done today is uh, is a, a deputy DA. And uh, let me uh, just get her name because I want to pronounce it uh, properly. It's uh, Tatiana Chohoyan. Uh, she was uh, went into shock twice working for George Gascon just in the past week. First time is when Gascon sent out uh, uh, an email strongly uh, suggesting that uh, the deputy DAs do not prosecute those goons 
who engage in street takeovers and street racing and reckless driving. Uh, he suggested no charges for any of them. Just send them to a driving class. Not making this up. And uh, then when she went public on Fox 11 explaining this suggestion, uh, he got so mad that he sent uh, some, some cops over, some district attorney officers, with a, a stern letter. And it looked like one of those uh, intimidating uh, mafia tactics that uh, you see in mob shows. And uh, she wasn't happy about that. We had her on. You should listen to the story. I mean, all of it, all of it is bad, which leads to our voter guide. Uh, you know, right now we're four days from the election, and I, I think we've done everything we can do to inform you about the uh, DA's race. So we've uh, interviewed eight of the candidates, a number of them several times over, and uh, we gave you two recommendations for your one choice, uh, either John Hatami or John McKinney. Uh, they're both good men both deputy DAs, and they have a great perspective. They'll be effective candidates to run against Gascon, should Gascon make the finals. Now, my idea is if we have two strong candidates, uh, maybe Gascon will get blocked out. And uh, then uh, Tatiana doesn't have to worry about answering the door anymore. Uh, we, You can vote by walking in to your local voting precinct. You can also mail it in. You can ballot harvest. You can also uh, show up on Tuesday and vote live the old-fashioned way. And uh, whatever you do, no Gascon, no Jeff Shemarinsky. Uh, we recommend uh, McKinney or Hatami. There, some other candidates are good. Some of them are not. But point is, we've got to coalesce around one or two in order to block Gascon. You don't want Gascon and Shemarinsky ended up ending up one and two. So you, you can't split this vote 11 different ways. That's not going to work. So that's why promoting Atami and McKinney. Uh, all right. Now, here's the rest of our voter guide. Prop one, it's a statewide proposition. No on Prop one. It would borrow over $6 billion uh, for the homeless. It's another fake claim that they're going to build mental health treatment facilities for the drug users and uh, the crazy people. Uh, you really believe that? How many times have they sold us this one? No. No. Because you can't trust them. Measure HLA, I've gone on and on about that. That's the road diet for the city of Los Angeles. No, 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 no. All right, it's going to shrink the boulevards from three lanes to two lanes in each direction or two lanes to one lane. It's going to create massive traffic jams and they're going to install stupid bike lanes that nobody wants and nobody takes. This is another, these are you know, the, the climate zealots. This is that religious group. I feel like we're fighting all these weird religious groups. One religious group doesn't want any criminals prosecuted and jailed. Another religious group doesn't want us to drive cars because it offends the planet. It's just, but it's just an incredible headache. This never ends. All right, we covered the DA. L.A. City Council, there's one seat. Ethan Weaver over Nithya Raman. I'm going to talk about her race coming up soon because the L.A. Times, I'm sorry to quote the El Segundo Times often, but they're, they're, they're the only daily newspaper outlet. And, and you know what I noticed about the Times? They seem to be only running news maybe five days a week. 
There's about two days a week where the news stories don't change all day. Like 24 hours, you're stuck with the same stories. There's no up, no updating, nothing new. Even if a major news story happens, they, they, don't, they don't publish it very quickly. And it seems like they're a five-day-a-week paper now. But they randomly just stop producing news. There's no particular platter, pattern. It could be like a Monday and a Thursday or a Tuesday and a Saturday. Hoping, I guess, that nobody notices. I'm noticing. Anyway, Ethan Weaver over in Nithya Raman. Uh, that's, that's the district that runs from Hollywood up over the hills into uh, San Fernando Valley. Sherman Oak, Studio City, Encino. And then Alex Vinueva over Janice Hahn, L.A. County Supervisor, 4th District. Okay. Um, in, in other news, you heard about the Bud Light boycott after Anheuser-Busch uh, created a promotional can highlighting... That uh, transgender named, uh, what's her name? I forgot her name now. Oh, uh, 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 Dylan Dylan Mulvaney, right? Yes. Dylan Mulvaney. I tried to block uh, her out of my system. Okay. Do you know how much money it cost Anheuser-Busch in sales? Not in market cap, not because they're stock tanks, but actual sales, how much, how much, how much, how many dollars worth of beer did they not sell in the past year? Would you believe $1.4 billion in sales disappeared? $1.4 billion in sales didn't happen. Happened the year before. Didn't happen because, because guys stopped buying Bud Light because they were disgusted and embarrassed by the ad campaign. How would you like to be the woman behind that marketing decision? Her, her name is Alyssa Heinerscheid. This was her name. She thought Bud Light's advertising was too uh, fratty, too frat boy oriented. So she decided to uh, give the frat boy audience a transgender woman. And holy crap, cost a billion, four hundred million dollars in sales in just 12 months. And it hasn't come back. And they have dragged out all these NFL stars like, like Peyton Manning. I forgot who else. Kid Rock says he forgives Anheuser-Busch. But the public doesn't care because guys are embarrassed to buy the beer. They get made. I, I know this firsthand. I'm not going to tell you how I know this. But I know some young guys. And if the group goes out to a bar... And somebody comes back with Bud Light. He is he is uh, he's uh, taunted and shamed, and uh, unkind things are said. And so guys uh, don't want to come back to the table with a Bud Light. And apparently this has been multiplied by the thousands and thousands, and they lost one point four billion dollars in sales. That is just astonishing. I've never and wasn't it wasn't like it was organized or anything. It's just people. Young men felt uncomfortable with the new imagery. And, and, and their friends made them feel uncomfortable about the new imagery. And there was nothing you could do about it. You could call them every name in the book. They're not buying the beer. And this is going to be a, a, a business lesson that will last until uh, the end of time. If, <laughs> pay attention to the demographic you're selling. Sell your product. Don't get involved in social issues. 1.4 billion. And by the way, it's just for the year. It's going to keep going on in like 
It's going to keep going on like that. Then does she ever get a, another marketing job for the rest of her life? I don't think anybody has ever cost their company $1.4 billion of anything. All right, we come back. Nithya Raman. I, I think the El Segundo Times wanted to give Nithya Raman a happy headline for being this socialist communist who uh, embraces and encourages homelessness. But um, let me tell you, uh, when you actually read the story, it is the most confusing, ridiculous story. More coming up. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. Coming up after 3 o'clock, oh man, 3 o'clock hour, we are going to have Alex Villanueva on, the former L.A. County Sheriff. He's running on uh, in the primary against uh, Janice Hahn for uh, supervisor in the 4th District, I believe. And uh, we're also going to have two rounds of the moist line and hacking a dumpster. The special Lifetime Achievement Award. This is Satan's Lake of Fire edition. And we're going to throw somebody into Satan's Lake of Fire and watch them dissolve. You'll hear them dissolve live on the radio. This is for repeated crimes against humanity. And uh, we are going to toss our selection into Satan's Lake of Fire next hour. So you want to be there for it. Uh, a few days ago... The El Segundo Times wrote a story uh, about Nithya Raman, how she was flailing when it comes to uh, dealing with the homelessness, because apparently frequently she has an encampment cleared out, and a short time later, uh, everybody moves back in. It's called repopulation. Well, I, they must have got um, a lot of uh, complaints from the Nithya Raman people, so they, they've tried to make it up to her. And they have this writer, Dakota Smith, who I've heard about, and Dakota Smith is basically one of these lackeys who will write stories on behalf of the ruling class at City Hall, either the mayor's office or the city council. Uh, she always writes from their perspective. Um, and she wrote she wrote this confusing article. It's almost like she was told, well, let's make it up to Nithia because um, you know we really embarrassed her by saying that every time she cleans out a homeless encampment, the homeless people come back. So um, here's Dakota Smith's story. Now, this is not going to make sense. I'm telling you up front. All right. So don't think I'm botching this up. I very well could, but I'm not intending to. This is the way they really wrote it. Or don't think that you maybe are, are losing track. So it opens by saying Nithya Raman won a spot in the L.A. City Council four years ago by trying to ease the city's homelessness crisis. And now she's claiming that unsheltered homelessness dropped by 7% in her district over a two-year period. Now, 7% is 3.5% a year, which means it would take 30 years at this rate to clear her district of homelessness. So even if this was true, and you'll see why it's not, um, I, you can't be bragging about reducing homelessness 3% a year. Especially when new ones are coming in every day off the bus and train. Um, and they, they quote a political consultant named, named Brian Van Riper. And, and this is a new tack I've seen in a number of stories and television interviews. Progressives now have to admit that crime is increasing, homelessness is increasing, but they don't really want to. So what they say is, well, the perception is increasing. And the perception is what you see with your own eyes. 
Of course, they always have some tortured statistic to show that it's actually going down. So they're they're falling back. And well, it's the perception. Well, that doesn't mean the perception isn't true, because again, it's your own eyes. But this Brian Van Riper says voters vote on much voters vote as much on feeling and emotion as they do on statistic and fact. Look, I don't spend my days going, and nobody else does either, going through statistics compiled by the city, especially when the city covers up and lies frequently. I go by what I see. And what I see is massive amounts of homelessness that doesn't look much different on the whole than any other year for the last 10 years. Now, obviously, individual encampments are cleaned up in various places, and Tracy Park has done some good work on the west side where I live, and I could uh, point to a few places that have been cleaned of homeless people. But, you know, we still got 70,000 in the county here, and a lot of times they just get moved around. Well, after trying to pump up Nithya Raman, then the El Segundo Times says that, um, well, you know, they didn't release homeless numbers in 2023, and they didn't have homeless numbers in 2021 either. Because of COVID in 2021, and then in 2023, they just didn't release it. Um, and then they changed the boundaries of the district so that there's no apples-to-apples -apples comparison possible anyway. So there's no way to determine whether homelessness in her district is up or down because it's not even the same district anymore. And they don't even release numbers half the time. Now, they got an economist at the Rand Corporation, Jason Ward, to claim that it's probably reasonable to deduce that the number of encampments has declined just because there's so many programs like Inside Safe. Probably reasonable. Except nobody's ever investigated to see if Inside Safe actually works. Or is it just a title? Where do these people go? Eventually, they're going to come back outside because, you know, homeless people don't stay indoors for very long. He claims even in Skid Row, there's a moderation and a flat pool of people. A f well, a, f a flat pool is not a decrease. He says it's a flat pool rather than an upward trend. But if you're taking all these people off the streets, then it ought to, it ought to go down. You see what I mean? How, how, how complicated they made it? They don't have numbers. The district boundaries change. They get these experts to say, well, it, it depends on the perception and your emotion, you know, because a lot of people are just hysterical ninnies. They don't know facts. They don't know statistics. And then they say, well, it's a flat pool of people. Um, then later on in the story, it claims that they moved 500 people in her district into the shelter. Can you give us the names of the people and the shelters to see if that's that can be proven? Of course, the other day they said all the, you know, many of the encampments get, get repopulated after a short time. Anyway, by the end of this thing, you just end up with a headache. And I really do think they got so much pressure from homeless activist groups who look at Nithya Raman as one of their stars. If you remember, Daniel Gus the other day uh, found out that Nithya Raman has agreed to co-govern with the Democratic Socialists of America, which is her sponsoring party. And by co-govern, it means that she follows whatever policies they decree, and she tries to get them into law and get them executed. So she has sold out to some wacko pseudo-communist group 
as a co-governing partner. And that's all been exposed. And so now the Nithya Raman uh, people are fighting back hard because there's an election going on right now. And so you get this, this mess of a story that contradicts itself a half a dozen different ways. But more coming up, and we're going to talk with Alex Villanueva, who's running for L.A. County Supervisor, against, uh, against Janice Hahn. And then we got two rounds of the moist line, and we're going to throw somebody into Satan's Lake of Fire. And we'll also go over, in case you missed it, the, the recommendations on the John Cobalt Voter Guide, which is online now on our social media, or you can go to KFIAM640.com, the John Cobalt page, and it sits there. Uh, we have Sandy Wells in for Deborah Mark live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John Cobalt Show podcast. You can always hear the show live on KFI AM 640 from 1 to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.